Believability. Are you familiar with that concept? Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Fresh Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Believability. In the age of fake news, algorithm power, troll farms, and especially now that we are in the heat of election campaigns, there is one very important factor that each and every one of us should not fail to apply. And what is that? Believability. What we're about to discuss in today's podcast is applicable both in our selection of leaders and our selection of investments. Don't you just love it that somehow the basic laws of the different aspects of our life are usually similar? Because I do. I just love it. It simplifies everything, diba? Right? When it comes to the basic laws of money, I'm sure you already know the three basic laws, huh? This believability applies, it is embodied in the second basic law of money. Ano yon? The second basic law of money is to get only into a business that you understand. And, and this is the more important part, which is more focused on believability. Seek advice only from competent people. Okay? Okay ba yon? So that being the framework, let's now further discuss believability. What is believability? American billionaire, hedge fund manager, and founder of Bridgewater, Ray Dalio, talks about believability in his phenomenal book, Principles, and also radically applies this principle in his firm with great success. You know, if you're an investment geek or if you're just someone who wants a great life system in place, I suggest you check out his book entitled Principles. Ang galing niya. So for starters, ang kapal ng libro eh. You can just Google him muna. Ang galing-galing ni Ray Dalio. I think he's now in the stage of his life that he's really just sharing what he knows and he really knows a lot. And he has this power to put things in great logic, ang ganda ng mga videos niya on how the economy works, etc. Okay, so believability is used in idea meritocracy. What is idea meritocracy? Sa kanya ko rin yan. It is a decision-making system where the best ideas win, not necessarily the loudest ones, Okay. Because not all ideas and opinions are created equal. So we don't just lap up everything that comes our way, all the ideas and claims that come our way. Hindi dapat ganon, di ba nga? Ang kulit-kulit na ng internet sa atin and we're so babad with it. Furthermore, in making group decision, we do not just apply a straightforward democracy wherein we just count one vote, uh, same weight as the next person's vote. Hindi po siya ganon. Not votes should also be considered equal. So again, ano tong idea meritocracy? It's a decision-making. It's a system where the best ideas win, not necessarily the loudest one, because not all ideas and opinions are created equal. 
So Ray Dalio defines people with high believability as people who have demonstrated track record in the area of concern. Kung ano yung pinag-uusapan natin, kung ano yung dinidesisyonan. To put a measurable criterion, he says people who have done it successfully at least three times. Okay? So, I, you know, I remember this. When I was about to write my very first book, Raising Pinoy Boys, I was wondering, sino naman kaya makikinig sa akin, ano? Kasi, wala naman ako. Nor- normally kasi, um, the books on parenting would be written by mga psychologists. Tama lang naman, inaaral nila yan. And, alam mo yun, yung mga celebrity moms who are raising, still raising their normally first child, yung mga ganon. So, medyo napaisip ako dun sa idea of believability, even if I still didn't have that kind of um, labeling. Hindi ko pa nababasa si Ray Dalio nun. I think he had, had not written principles yet. Anyway, so sabi ko, um, when I was looking at my three sons, side ano ko na lang to mga side insights ko lang to not found in the article which is released this week anyway i was thinking oh meron naman na akong tatlong matitinong anak so tama ano three times <laughs> again i'm not saying that my sons are perfect and hindi nakakainis at napaka-successful but i they do consider them kind and um good individuals that i actually consider my parenting successful. So, yun. Feeling ko, okay, may K na rin daw ako. Uh, and it shoots pala dito sa uh, measurable criteria ng believability ni Ray Dalio. At least three times. So, Ray Dalio also looks out for the reasoning behind the conclusion. So, you're imagining yourself, ah, nagmi-meeting kayo, mga iba-iba kayong members of your committee. When one says um, kung ano yung kanyang opinion o kung ano yung vote niya, you also have to look at the reasoning behind that conclusion. And of course, there is the motivation. So, the reasoning is may logic ba ito, based on facts ba ito, ganyan. Tapos, the other one naman is the motivation or the agenda that might go behind the conclusion. And this is where conflict of interest, interest may come in. So, let's... Um, we, let's let's say those three elements again. Elements affecting believability are number one, track record. Have you done successfully? Have you done it successfully at least three times? Number two, reasoning. How logical is the process to arrive at your conclusion? Are you basing it on facts? Number three, motivation. What is your agenda? Is there any conflict of interest? Yon. So let's continue. Imagine yourself choosing between two investment options that will profoundly impact your life. Not just your life, but also those of your children and your children's children. You are counting on the help of 10 friends to make the right decision because after all, this is a huge investment. Six of them have been telling you stories about uh, the great returns, even mentioning gold bullions and some glory days decades ago that may come your way again if you take part in the red investment. On the other hand, you have your four other friends telling you that the red investment is actually a scam and that you are better off with the P 
pink investment, something that's relatively new but has achieved decent returns since inception. The fund manager of this investment is also very hardworking, spending 18 hours each day, something that the older sister of the red investment proponent called as either a lie or stupidity. Both groups of friends have been feeding you information to back up their respective investment recommendations. So here are a few of them that we should apply the believability test on, okay? Okay, so para tayong, uh, let's just take this lightly, but but still we are really trying to understand, you know, because this is a very important investment decision, an investment decision that will not only affect you, but everyone else. So you are also responsible for everybody's life. Remember that. Let's start with those about investment red. There are three for we will now focus on three information pieces of information for each of the two investments we are studying. Let's start with those about investment red. One, investment red is a scam because the proponent belongs to a family of thieves. So, yan ang parabang information na sinasabi sa iyo nung kabila. Two, Investment red is a scam because the proponent lied about his college diploma. 3. Investment red proponent is a weak leader, according to his former ally. Let's go to the other side. Here are the claims against the pink investment. Investment pink is a puppet of the yellow company. 2. Investment pink will not give you good returns because the proponent is Lutang, Lugao, and Bobo. 3. Investment Pink proponent is perceived as weak because she is a woman. So, let's start to apply this believability test on the first set of red investment. Investment red belongs to a family of thieves. This can be easily fact-checked now by googling greatest robbery of a government. Yes, their family holds a title in the Guinness Book of World Records. The mother is also convicted of graft in 2018. She was convicted of graft in 2018 and sentenced to 77 years imprisonment. On top of that, the BIR has also demanded that their family pay estate tax amounting to, can you believe this, 200 billion pesos, billion. So in terms of believability, there is no need to put weights on the opinion of the persons who say so and who say otherwise because these are verifiable facts. Two, so the second one is investment red proponent lied about his diploma. So the same is true because the university already sent a statement that he did not graduate from their institution. Actually, this made Red Investment website delete their earlier claim that he was a graduate of that prestigious university. Number three, Investment Red proponent is a weak leader, according to his former ally. 
Here's the thing about this statement. That former ally used to say that he wanted to step down, give his top post to Investment Red Leader, even if his legal successor is actually Investment Pink Leader. So why the change of heart? Let's apply the believability test on this claim of the ally. Diba yung sabi natin una, track record. So has the former ally done leader's assessment successfully for at least three times? Hmm, pwede. Pwede naman because he has been in the service for decades also. Second, reasoning. How logical was the process of the former ally to arrive at his conclusion? Did he base it on facts? Again, maybe. So we can give that a positive score too. And the third, motivation. What was his agenda? Is there any conflict of interest? The former ally wanted his own daughter to be the leader of this investment red and was reportedly dismayed that she stepped down to second lead. Consequently, he brought out some unsavory news about the, the lead, such as drug addict dosha, and he has nothing but a spoiled son. Apparently, the former ally's blurting out of accusations was a product of his emotional outbursts, something that he is known to always resort to. So overall, the believability of the former ally's accusations, despite all the motivations and the conflict of interest there, may still have a positive weight. Moreover, you can also research naman on the actual leadership of Investment Red. Totoo bang weak leader siya? Because he has held leadership posts in the past. The results are not very good as well. Now, let's go to the second set. This time, about the pink investment. Investment Pink is a puppet of the yellow company. If you research how or who made this claim, there's no particular name that appears. And the problem of this claim is this. Who is the puppet master? Liberal Party. There are hardly any members of this party as it was decimated after the 2016 elections when most of the members jumped ship to the ruling party. Furthermore, the Aquino family, successfully maligned by the term Dilawan, are not in any political position anymore. In fact, the three main ones, Ninoy, Cory, Pinoy, they've all died serving the country. That's why there's a joke that goes, Sino ba ang nagdidikta kay Mrs. Pink? Si Josh or si Bimbe? So, this claim has no believability. Let's go to the second one. Investment Pink will not give good returns because she is lutang lugaw, lugaw tuloy, because she is lutang lugaw at bobo. Well, first of all, the terms lutang, which means drifting, and lugaw, which means porridge, were obviously just used to have the same first letter as the proponent's first name to make catchy moniker, di ba? LL. The claim of bobo or stupid or dumb is also easily verifiable. Question. Can you consider someone who graduated from the UP School of Economics and finished law school while being a mother and eventually passed the bar even if she did it twice? Can you consider that person dumb, stupid, bobo? And if I may add, can a stupid mom raise 
three very intelligent and hardworking daughters who were honor students, competed uh, in mga swimming contests, etc., math contests. They completed their respective degrees in the most prestigious universities here and abroad. Nah, I don't think so. This claim has no believability. Third, Investment Pink proponent is perceived as weak because she is a woman. Okay, okay. If you believe this, regardless of who said it, <laughs> then you have a lot of work to do on yourself. Hello? So, the believability test should also be applied on the people who recommend the red investment versus the pink investment. Look at the people around the red investment. They, are, they all have their own graft cases and convictions, diba? So when they tell you, when they sell you the unity story, please think about what they are uniting for before you invest in them. On the other hand, have you seen the endorsements of respected personalities and different institutions for the pink investment? They are taking the risk right now by making their stand known even if the odds are still not in their favor. Let's put it this way. Your four friends who are recommending investment pink may be less in number now, but if you apply their higher believability weights, their recommendation should matter more than the six recommendations for the red investment. Apply the three factors that we discussed earlier. Track record, that's one. Two, reasoning. And three, motivation. I hope by now you see more clearly the true motivation of the proponent of red investment. He said it himself na money in some interviews. He said to protect my family. Ayun naman daw niya talaga. Pero, you know, he probably had uh, just to do it. He feels the burden. Kasi only son. Oh, and by the way, huh? he refuses to attend company presentations to the public facing his competitors. Isipin mo lang, why do you think does he refuse to do so? San siya natatako? Hirap din kasi, di ba? Ang hirap kasi pag lahat na sila sasabihin nila, oh, ito, fact ito eh. Paano mo pa sasabihin otherwise, di ba? Mahirap yun. As for your six friends who are convincing you to get into the red investment, maybe some of them are also misinformed. Siguro, even if they have nothing to benefit, Pagka pumasok ka sa red investment, baka lang naman yun ang totoong paniniwala nila. Why don't you talk to them about believability and help them figure things out? You may even want to bring them to some pink gatherings. I heard they're fun. <laughs> okay, so the last part of our podcast is what I uh, entitled as a, as a subtitle in the article as an opportunity of a lifetime. There are some important investments that come only once or a few times in our lifetime. Your decision whether to go for red or pink in May is one such investment. I cannot overemphasize the importance of your choice this May. In fact, we cannot afford to just say, I don't like investment red. We should all actively warn everyone not to pick the red scam. 
if the government agency responsible for protecting us investors from unsuitable investments failed to do its job for this important investment na haharapin natin, we should help warn the public. We should explain to those who care to listen that they may have been misled because of fake news and disinformation using vast amounts of money that were stolen from us, from the Philippines. We should explain to them that if there's anything that the Red family has done successfully, it is to twist history to their favor. And that's the only reason why they seem to be ahead in the preference surveys. The reason why 6 out of your 10 friends you're listening to are still recommending red investment. But you know, there is hope. There is hope that uh, because we are experiencing something profound right now. Never before have we seen such a powerful movement of volunteerism in favor of an investment option. No matter what you picked to hate about Mrs. Pink, she has the charisma to inspire others to volunteer and give their best behavior as displayed in the pink gatherings all around the country. Wala daw nananakawan, kung may nawala ka, you are confident that you will get it back. I, I've been reading stories about those. Maybe because Mrs. Pink sets the right example. While attendees in the red gatherings go there expecting to get something, the attendees of the pink gatherings go there bringing something to give. And I see even young citizens chipping in in various ways. You know, with just a few days left before the reckoning, there's still a lot of work to be done to close the gap. We have to teach everyone about believability. Let's do this for our children to give them a chance to be proud to be Filipinos naman. And let's just hope that they won't blow it the way we did Edsa. Thank you very much for joining me in this podcast. I hope you learned something and I hope you could really um, pay it forward. Share it with someone who cares to listen. Walang mga away-away. No? We cannot convince someone if we are accusing or parang nang, nang, ano, minamaliit mo sila, hindi kasi pwedeng ganun. So, again, I'd like to see you in my um, live Kumu Show on Thursday. That's gonna be March 24 at 11 a.m. I will be talking to a very interesting entrepreneur. Her name is Maui Arroyo. She happens to be the daughter of the late senator. Si Senator Arroyo. Gustong-gusto natin yun, di ba? Si Joker Arroyo. So, if you haven't gotten uh, your copy yet of any of my books, I do hope you can grab your copy by going to fqmom.com and clicking Books. Please do take your FQ test so you know where you are right now. Even if you've taken it, like, at least six months ago, you can retake the test so you know if you're on track. I hope to see you in my channels. That's FQ Mom on Facebook, Kumu YouTube, and the FQ Mom on Instagram and Twitter. 
At syempre, I hope you're already subscribed to the FQ Mom Podcast. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto. You know, wishing all of us a high FQ, hindi lang pansarili. Kasi, you know, really, that's why this this important May exercise is something that I am really taking to heart. Kasi, sa totoo lang, we are all better off when everyone is better off. Maraming maraming salamat po and cheers to high FQ.